No, no, no. She's not a medical doctor, but she can sure cure your tax problems or your financial woes. She's the how-to girl. It's the Dr. Friday Show. If you have a question for Dr. Friday, call her now, 737-WWTN. That's 737-9986. So here's your host, financial counselor and tax consultant, Dr. Friday. G'day, I'm Dr. Friday, and I am all set to have a wonderful show today. Hopefully you guys are too. We've had a few changes, um, individuals that may uh, be small business owners. Um, the president didn't sign in an additional change, so instead of having the eight weeks, we now have 24 weeks to spend the money uh, for the PPP um, instead of some of them expiring on um, July, it's going to go through December. We're going to have five years to pay back if you can't meet forgiveness instead of two. Um, and there's going to be some additional things with the extension of uh, company paying portions of their uh, unemployment or their, sorry, their payroll taxes um, are going to be able to be forgiven. So they're really working hard to find ways to be able to help small business owners to continue to um, try to figure out how to get their doors open with all the people and things stopping and doing things. It's very difficult to be able to, um, you know, it's it's hard when you can't get the employees because in my opinion, They've maybe overthought the unemployment. Unemployment does end as of the, I should say, the federal, the CARES Act unemployment um, expires on July 31st. Um, I know many people are sitting there saying, I, you know, I really need that money. But uh, in, in statistically, in the large number of cases, um, people are making more money on unemployment than they were making when they were working. And that is a problem, um, which they are trying to address in the HEROES Act, which is now at the Senate. They're trying to figure out possibly another stimulus check. It's on the table, but we don't know for sure what or where that's going to lead. Uh, the president's office has basically said nothing's going to be done until after July. And now with uh, many people protesting um, rightfully, you know, some of the things going on, um, they're wondering if that's going to slow down the what's happening in the Senate and Congress because they're going to be trying to figure out uh, additional things that need to be done with that situation. So if you've got questions, if you're working on, if you're a small business owner, especially maybe dealing with PPP or EIDL loans, um, at this point, I don't think there's a lot of EIDL loans going out, but if there's either of those that you have questions on along with, um, just, you know, what we're going to do to move forward or, you know, don't forget July 15th, we have to file our taxes or we file an extension. Now it used to be the extension was six months after the due date. That has changed, obviously, unless something changes from now. It used to be six months from April 15th. So if you choose to file an extension in July, it'll still be due in October for individuals and in September for business owners. Um, but either way, you can join the show, 615-737-9986. If you have questions concerning taxes or maybe uh, something that's going on as far as the PPP or additional uh, small business loans that are out there, 615-737-9986, talking about things mainly about taxes because, you know, that's what I love. So um, there has been some changes, especially for people that are doing taxes or looking at taxes. You want to stay on top of this. We all know the due date is July 20, uh, July 15th, 2020 for the 2019 tax period. 
But we also know that there's additional, again, we've got the PPP. We also know that there's the stimulus check, but unemployment, many people are um, receiving it, and uh, that is taxable income. So keeping that in mind, especially if you decide to go back to work and you start earning additional money, um, well, that um, did you have enough money come out of it is really going to be the biggest question. Also, uh, people that um, have to take required minimum distributions, you are not required to have to do that. Now, remember, if you take a requirement on distribution, you use the qualified distribution, which is for charity, right? You know, I'm a firm believer in, in paying your charity out of your requirement on distribution. You may want to continue to do it, but under the, um, secured act, the requirement on distribution, um, which, you know, anyone over 70, half to 72 would be taking it, um, has been, you don't have to, you can do 2019's requirement is not going to have to come out. So if you want to delay it, you can do that without a problem. Secured Act also allowed owners of traditional IRAs to make contributions past the age of 70 and a half starting in 2020. In addition, folks having a baby or adopting a child can make, uh, take payroll payments out of IRAs. Um, or 401ks up to $5,000 without paying the 10% penalty. Um, but um, keep in mind, you're still going to pay taxes. Um, also, you have the fellowship or stipends or similar for graduate, postgraduate beginning in 2020. Um, students are treated as income, therefore they can make IRA contributions. Um, so if you are getting a fellowship, a stipend or similar types of graduate funds, you may consider putting money into an IRA before it wasn't really considered income, even though they were taxing it, um, kind of an important thing to do. And generally, um, you know, this will help graduate or qualified students to have savings accounts, which is actually really cool. All righty. Well, we've got Alan on the loan. Uh, why don't we go ahead and click Alan and get him on the show? Hey, Alan. Howdy. Howdy. Um, my son is about to get married. Uh, both he and his wife are uh, public school teachers in Williamson County, and they have been told that there's about a 90% chance that they will have to uh, teach remotely, uh, if not exclusively a, a significant amount, beginning in the next school year. They are moving into a two bedroom apartment. One apartment, one of those rooms is going to be used as an office. Uh, my question is, is that tax deductible? And if so, how much? No, it's not. At this point, um, part of the tax change that happened in 2017 for the 2018 tax year was eliminating the 2106 for employees. So there is no, I'm expecting to see that that may change because we've never had so many people working from home in our lives. Um, and it's mandated by the employers before it was more of a choice sometimes, you know, things like that. And the government's like, well, we shouldn't have to pay for you if you could go to work and you don't want to, well, that's fine. But this is being more mandated. So at this moment, moment, there is no tax advantage. Um, if the, if it was, it would be based on square footage. So let's say it's a thousand square foot apartment and, um, a hundred square feet of it is the office. They would get one tenth of all of their costs to maintain that apartment. I see. So even um, though, even though they are being mandated by their employer to work mm -hmm. from home, that doesn't, that doesn't allow them to uh, have a deduction for a home office. No, the home office okay. only applies to self-employed, but that's a great question, Alan. And I'm getting that a lot because I've had more than one person walk in and say, bait, I've got more utilities going out. I have more costs. You know, the house is being used more AC, electricity and all this. Um, and there is no, um, there's no tax advantage at the moment. I appreciate your time. Thanks.
Thanks. Appreciate it. That was a great question. And seriously, that's all right. We're good. Um, we seriously get a lot of those in the office because up and through 2017, we at least had the 2106. Now I don't know for sure under the case that his children or his son is not a homeowner. They may still not be able to itemize, but keep in mind back then, itemizing was only $12,000 and now it's 24, well, 24, um, eight, I think it is now. So, you know, it's, it's going up. So therefore it may have been impossible for them to qualify anyways, because they're the standard deduction is uh, twice as high as it used to be. So they're probably still getting a fairly decent advantage, but it is, this is causing a lot of people to um, reevaluate their workspace. And in their case, they're actually having to upsize possibly because, well, maybe because they're getting married, but also you get two teachers in one house. You kind of need to have room to be able to do things. So, all right, let's go to the phones. We got Robert. Hey, Robert. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Yeah, I've just got a question. Um, I filed my tax return and I had to use a paper form because the electronic form wasn't working. And so I sent the paper in on. I think it was March the 11th, and I have confirmation that they received it, and I still haven't gotten the refund back, and I've gone online to the IRS status check, and it Mm -hmm. just keeps coming up with a screen that says that they can't provide me with any information at this time. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, and it's a great question. Seriously, Robert, I I mean, whenever we mail them in, it usually takes, I mean, the fact you have confirmation that they they have it, um, what you might want to do, and it's going to be somewhat painful, is you're going to need to pick up the phone and call them to find out. Because if it's not showing in the system, here's my concern. Basically, sometime between the end of March and most of the month of April or whatever, the IRS was basically closed. So, you know, they were only doing essential jobs, that kind of thing. So I don't know what happened to all of our returns that we did through the mail. Normally, in a normal year, it would take 90 days from the date we mail it to the date of basically people getting their their refunds, right? It just takes a lot longer on the paper side than it does 21 days with electronics. So you haven't hit the 90, but I would say it should be showing up you know, in the system, at least saying we plan to, you know, we've received your return, your refunds expected to be mailed or direct deposit, whatever at this time, if it's not there, I would call the 800 number. It is working now. It will probably take you a couple hours. Just be prepared. It's painful. Mm, Okay. Okay. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The website just kept saying, verify your filing date and check with your tax preparer. Yeah, yeah, which you you yeah, already know those that. two things. So the biggest thing is, but you, I mean, even though you have documentation showing they've received it, it doesn't mean that it's actually made it off someone's desk. Is my concern. So you might want to just try to make that call. And you, I think they're open. They used to be open on Saturdays. Um, you could try calling today. If not, I would suggest calling. They open from seven to seven normally. So call early in the morning or a little later than the the normal nine to five. Sometimes it's it works. Just like a, it's a, it's a. 1-800 number, that's just for Yeah, 1-800-829-1040. It's really easy. 1-800-829-1040. Give that, that's the just the regular, you know, service number. And give that a call and see if they can't track down. At least let you know that it's in the system. They may not be able to tell you when the refund will come, but make sure they actually have it in the system. Right. Well, I'm sure if I owed them money, it would already be in the system. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's a whole different conversation, Robert. Then the bill would already be on your desk, even though they haven't processed it. No, just joking. That's right. All All right. right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, mate. All right. Thanks. Um, 
Okay, so if you want to join the show, you can 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986, taking your call, talking about taxes as an enrolled agent, I'm licensed by the Internal Revenue Service to do taxes and representation, which basically means, guys, this is all I do. Kind of a very simple system here. So if you've got questions about filing taxes, maybe you haven't filed for a number of years, or maybe you're doing something outside and you're you're like, okay, I'm you know, I don't want to file with my husband, or I'm I'm getting divorced, what does that really mean? Or I'm getting married, all of those kinds of things actually have big effects on your taxes, or at least they can affect your taxes. So if you've got questions on those things, you can either call the show or set up an appointment at drfriday.com. All right, we're gonna take our first break and we come back, we'll take some more of your phone calls from 615. 615- We'll be right back with the Dr. Friday Show. All righty, we are back live in studio. Well, the new studio, I guess you would call it the Skype studio. We are here live, and we've got two people. we got Bruce and Mike, and it looks like uh, Bruce called first. So, Bruce, let's go to you first. Hey, Bruce, what can uh, I do for you? Yeah, I was wondering if you know anything about the stimulus checks that we're supposed to receive. Are you talking about the ones that were started to be issued back in April? Yeah. The $1,200 yeah. one? Have you not received yeah. yours yet? I have not. Um, I filed my taxes. I did it through the paper. With a uh-huh. check being mailed back to me, I haven't got those either. I did it in March. Well, we know from our previous call that that's always a delay. But did you file 2018 taxes as well? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, just out of curiosity, it sounds like oh, since no, you're filing taxes, you didn't move or anything no, filed, in 18, right? No, it didn't move. They will mail it, I guess, to me. Yes, um, unless unless you had a refund in 2018 and you had put your banking information in, um, they're going to be doing a mail to you. Yes, sir. Yeah, I haven't given them any banking information. Okay, so, so it should be in the mail. Check. Now, I will tell you, you're getting yours later than all the people that got them through direct deposit, right? And they just started about two, maybe two and a half weeks ago, giving people with starting to get other people other than taxpayers their money. But statistically, I will tell you, $5 million a week are going out, and they'll be going out all the way until September. Um, okay. There's like, I don't know, 200-some million, 180 million people getting checks or something like that. So um, it should be coming to you, um, is all I can tell you. If for some reason it doesn't arrive um, when you file your 2020, you would get it. But I would not think it's not going to arrive. It should be coming. Have you checked the IRS website to see where it might be? I mean, is yes, there anything I in there? Yeah, it always says that's not enough information. Gotcha. Yeah, there is a new phone number out there. I'll try to find it here and put it out there for people that want to call on the stimulus. But, Bruce, all I can tell you right this second is that it should be coming to you. Don't give up on it, okay? Okay, thank you. Sorry. Thanks, sweetie. Bye. Uh-huh. All right, let's go to Mike. Hey, Mike, what can I do for you? Uh, good afternoon. How are you? Unlike oh, awesome. Bruce... I have, uh, for the past two or three years, I have owed taxes, and like Bruce, I have also filed my taxes, my 2019 return, but I have owed, so I, I was owe, I owe $1,342 for this year. So imagine my surprise last week where I went to the mailbox, and I have a check for $2,400 on a stimulus. Now, yeah. 
I don't believe in free money. I've been, this isn't my first rodeo. Mm-hmm. And so I don't trust the government as far as them saying in the future, hey, you owe money on this $2,400. Have you heard anything like that? Is it, that it's going to be taxable in the future? The, the law passed that they cannot make it taxable. It, it cannot become taxable money. And they can't hold it even if you owed the IRS. I don't, I'm not saying, you know, it sounds like you owe them every year, but if you have a back debt or something with it, they cannot keep the money. Um, so in in this case, this money is truly tax-free. Now, I think in the long run, we're all going to pay for this money, at least all the taxpayers. Some people don't necessarily, you know, but if you're paying taxes, sooner or later, they're going to have to either increase taxes. I mean, somehow we have to pay back $2 trillion or more dollars. Right. You know, right. nothing comes yeah. free. But exactly. the money that you're putting in your pocket to help you right now is not going to be taxable next year or anytime soon, ever. So, so I can just take this money, that, this $2,400 check, and pay this year's taxes and, and bank the rest. Exactly. Exactly what you can do. Yes. I mean, at least that way it takes the pressure off trying to come up with the money for the taxes. You got it, Mike. Okay. Thank you very much. You have a great day. No problem. You too. Thank you very much. All righty. Let's hit Corey. Uh, I have a question about uh, injured spouse allocation uh-huh. and how has the corona situation uh, affected that? Um, I've uh, I had to file it last year and it took 11 or 12 weeks that it did come back and this year filed in early February and Still haven't uh, got any money back. The website does say that it has it's being processed. So, you're right. Unfortunately, injured spouse and um, are hand processed, as you probably have already figured out at this point. Um, it is taking them longer. And you know, this year, I mean, I'll just be honest. Normally, I would tell you, you know even with paper ones, I mean, normally, you know, 90 days and you guys are all getting close. If you've done them in March, you got April, May, we're in June now. So you should be, or have been seeing letters or something saying if normally if the IRS has got something for more than about 60 days, there's a letter saying we're still working on your return or we need additional information in your case, at least, you know, but they are, um, they're just taking longer this year. It's all I can tell you, Corey, you know, they are just taking, do they have your banking or are you waiting for a check back? Uh, they have my banking. Okay, so there's a hope that they'll actually do a direct deposit when it's done. Uh, in the in the cases of paper returns, I've not had a lot of re, um, of of luck. I guess is a better term with them actually sending it back through the electronic. I've, it seems like they always end up sending it by mail. But that's okay. more my my experience. But I would just give it at least you know they have it. So at the, in your case, unlike the earlier gentleman, it, it may be just a matter of just keep watching the website because it should be telling you fairly soon either that it should be direct deposited on this day or that the check's been issued. If they've already got okay. it in the system, it shouldn't take too much longer. Sorry. All right. I'll, I'm going to stay hopeful. Thank you. You got it, buddy. Thank you. All right. See you later. All right, and we have, yeah, let's just go right to Chris. You're doing awesome. Hey, hey Chris. Hey, the, um, how are you? I'm good. Um, the reason for the call is on April 9th, my wife and I, we did our, um, our IRS taxes, mm-hmm. and it's still showing that, that, um, that it's not being processed yet, and we don't understand why. 
we e-filed it with a professional. We're just wondering what's taking so long. So if you e-filed a professional um, and it was filed on April 9th, it can take, a, I mean, to be honest with you, it can take a few weeks maybe. I mean, I've honestly, you know, but if it, have you, did they send you confirmation of e-file for that day? Yes. Was it me? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> whoever, if they have sent you confirmation, then most likely the IRS is actually looking at the return. Um, okay. So they're, they haven't posted it yet, which may mean that they're doing a paper audit. In essence, nothing to be scared about because a lot of times they're just matching up W-2s and 1099s and, you know, whatever, um, just to make sure what you reported is correct. Um, but it does delay the process. But you should, I mean, it, it, within 21 days from the date that you e-file, it should be in the system. That That's their usual statistics that they always give us. And then within that time, another 21 days, it usually will actually be in your bank if it's a refund. Uh, you, you're already at 30 days almost on, on filing it. So um, no, more than that. You said April. So we're through May and we're in June now. So I would, I mean, you could certainly call the 1-800-829-1040. Again, prepare that it's not going to be the fastest phone call you've ever made. But it would be able to tell you if they're looking at it or maybe that they're not showing it in their system. I mean, I know okay. in the past we have had confirmation of e-file, but yet not actually have it with the IRS saying they've never received it, right? Um, so that would be my suggestion would probably be at this late date, you know, you're, you're way outside um, of that information. It should be, if it's not showing up, I call the 1-800-829-1040 and just see what you have for, um, you know, options because it sort of sounds like they haven't received it, even though they've got proof that it went through is what I'm All guessing, right. Chris. So right. instead of calling the professional, I should just call that number and ask. Right. I mean, if it was my, I mean, if it's if, seriously, if my office or whatever, we would normally then be able to track it. We have the ability to go online to actually get a, a person through e-services that would be able to track to see if the document is actually in there. But if, if that's, you know, by calling them, they could do that, or you can call the IRS direct and find out whichever way someone needs to do one of those two services. Okay. Sounds great. I appreciate your help. Okay. No problem. Thanks. Have a good All one. right. Bye. This is the Dr. Friday show and we are doing great. I want to put out there for a couple of people that, um, I think we only have one call today about the stimulus. 1-800-919-9835. 1-800-919-9835. That is a phone number you can call that will tell you just about the stimulus checks. If you haven't received it yet, you need to know more about what's going on. Are you going to be qualified? Um, or it, you know, is there something you need to be doing? Have they sent it to an address that's no longer there? I will tell you if you were missed, if a child on your tax return was missed, they will not be issuing you another check. So if you had a baby in 2019 and they've already sent you the stimulus, you're going to get it in 2020 when you file your taxes. Um, if, um, if they, if, if there was, you know, sometimes the tax years, they give them to his or hers, even odds, um, in those situations, you know, if the person that claimed them in 18 got the money, even though 19 was your year, 
you know, that's going to be something that you and your spouse is going or ex-spouse is going to have to deal with. The IRS has come pretty much out and said, we are not going to be dealing with this. So just putting out there that this is not something that the IRS is going to get between or deal with any of those particular issues. If you want to reach us, um, I mean, if you, if you've got questions and you want to join the show, you can 615-737-9986-615-737-9986. Taking your phone call, talking about my favorite subjects, taxes. As an enrolled agent, that's what we do, guys. We help you get your taxes in line. Maybe you need help getting organized. Maybe you need help dealing with the IRS um, because, you know, you can't really get out there and rebuild your life if the IRS is constantly hanging over your shoulder. So we're going to take a quick break here, and then I'll let the big guy here answer some of those phone calls. But let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with the Dr. Friday Show. in studio. So if you've got some questions or if you need some help, 615-737-9986 is the number here in the studio. 615-737-9986. So why don't we go to Barry in Lawrenceburg. Hey, Bear. Hey, how's it going today, guys? Uh, going awesome. What uh, can I do for you? Okay, thank you for taking my call, first of all. And uh, I have a question that maybe you could help me with. Um, I'm a small business owner. And uh, I, um, when this first happened, I applied for both the SBA and the PPP, and uh, I was uh, denied the uh, SBA due to like a medical bill from like seven or eight years ago. Um, didn't have insurance at the time. I do now, uh, and so that fell through. And the PPP, the the lenders said that um, it, that they wouldn't know nothing. It would they would contact me. The someone in the government or something would contact me. So I'm basically just sitting here, you know haven't gotten nothing from nobody, you know, and, and that's fine, but I'm just trying to figure out the system so people can figure out what to do because there's really no answers out here for people, you know? No, and we've been, I mean, let's be honest, PPP is something none of us have had any kind of past history or even dealing with SBA for most of us small business owners, unless you're buying franchises or, or you know, into certain certain elements of the of the business world, you, you deal with it, but not on a normal basis. For us, most of my clients and individuals don't really get a whole bunch into, you know, these kind of, of loaning or situations. I will tell you, Barry, we have done a ton, and anyone listening, we have done a ton of these. And- and we have found Bluevine is still accepting PPP papers. So okay. um, at least as of and, earlier this week. So it's just called uh, Bluevine.com. Okay. Another problem I found that uh, uh, I don't know if I'm the only one that banks they've been if you don't have an account with them they turn you away like uh, mm-hmm. SunTrust, mm-hmm. Um, Bank of America, yeah. big ones. They, if if you don't have a business account they turn you away. And I even had checking accounts at SunTrust. And they said, well, um, if you don't have no, your business account business. here, we can't help yeah. you. So, Yeah, that um, was been a mess. from the beginning. It, it, that That's irritating because I know myself, I'm, I, I have to be only with SunTrust. And a lot of the other banks, First Tennessee, some of the other ones were actually doing loans a lot faster and a lot, you know, and there's only so much money, right? So we're all sitting there yes, going, ma'am. oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get, you know, PPP, which we need to help keep the jobs, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm not promoting a 
a bank, to be honest, because with Bluevine, you put in whatever bank you're with, it goes through and directly goes into that bank. You don't have to be with that bank uh, any, you know, to do anything with them. Um, I I don't know how all the other people, but that's the only one. But I will tell you, I would get on there, Barry, and just try again with the PPP. Um, I understand with the SBA, that's you know, that's just life. And unfortunately we all live in and things happen, but at least get something from the PPP, um, either through payroll or now, of course, the, the nice thing they did open up was the schedule C for individuals that are just self-employed and pay themselves. Yeah. I just got to the point where I just, I just kind of give up. I'm just out here working, take, uh, you know, trying to take precautions not to get COVID and just kind of just threw my hands up in the air, you know? So yeah, I'll I'll try again, but Stay strong, buddy. Seriously. And right. uh, try not to give up. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right. God bless. All right. And let's go to Stuart. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Dr. Laura. How are you? I am doing awesome. Excellent. I have a stimulus check question. Okay. Um, my daughter was a dependent on my 2018 return, and mm-hmm. I don't qualify for a stimulus check, but she would. Neither one of us had filed our 2019 return yet. But Mm -hmm. my question is, when we do, will she be issued a stimulus check at that point? Yes. And a lot of people are rethinking who might be considered stimulus or not. But yes, so I would suggest not so much your, Stuart, because you're in my boat. But um, as far as your daughter, I would try to go ahead and get hers filed, get her on the list. Um, and then she'll get that additional 1200 to help her, you know, continue on or whatever. But yes, she will qualify, assuming that she did work something in 2019. She did. She was a flight attendant for Delta, which she, by the way, is a great company. She had a great experience (laughs) with them. Okay. And so the IRS won't wait to see my return to uh, compare the two to make sure. Okay. Exactly. Well, thank you. That's great. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening. And we're going to, if you have questions, you can at 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. So again, if you are, if you're a small business owner, you're having a difficult time trying to make it, there are some ways of trying to get some money out there. I will talk about these other two, which really doesn't help the small, small business owner. It has to be someone that has employees. So some self-employed individuals are truly just paying themselves and they don't pay into the the, under W-2 and do payroll. But if you do have payroll, there are two things that you can do. Maybe you didn't get PPP. Maybe you don't have this. But if you've got employees, you can defer payroll taxes for the rest of the calendar year, um, which is the employer portion. It doesn't mean that you get out of it. It's just going to be pushed out. So they'll put whatever you defer, they're going to do 50% by 2021, 50% by 2022, but it will take a little bit. So it's normal, your liability for payroll taxes uh, for the period. Um, so security tax, my understand. And then you have employee retention. So if you are able to keep people on from March 12th through January 1st of 2021, um, there's will be a maximum credit of $5,000 per person, 50%. So basically $10,000 or more if you're paying them you don't get 50%. The maximum credit per an employee is $5,000. But these are some additional credits that you're going to be able to take advantage of to help with, um, you know, 
with hopefully keeping the cash flow going, right? Because that's really the important part of this whole conversation. What we want to do is keep cash flow. We want to be able to sit there and say, hey, tomorrow we got the rent paid, we got the utilities paid, we got the people paid. These are the things that we have to do to try to keep these jobs open until they really open up and allow people to go out and and do what we do. Um, you know, it's going to be very difficult for people that are in the entertainment business in in the bars and, and even restaurants. Many of them have found some pretty unique ways to help, you know, keep us all fed. But, you know, it's still not enough to cover the entire cost of these businesses. And so it's, it's really hurting, you know, all those businesses. And I will tell, I know there's a lot of things, but, you know, going out to eat and getting foodie if it's to go is a, is a great way to help the community because you're keeping small businesses open um, while while we're all doing this. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, well, financially, you don't have the money. And obviously, I'm not saying to go in debt to go out. Um, I saw a lot of people are like, well, you keep saying we need to eat out, but we don't have any paychecks. I get it. But, you know, to be honest, I really don't say it that often. And two, I think that if there are a lot of people that are still working, still getting their regular paychecks, um, and just want to stay safe, right? You just want to be able to to not put anybody in jeopardy, but we really do need to get out there and start, you know, doing Home Depot, Walmart seems to be very, very busy. Um, and people can put on masks and, you know, just, just do things that's going to keep you smart. Um, and I, I wish I had known, but prior to this, maybe to get into Pexiglass, because I will tell you everywhere we go, including my own office, Pexiglass has been ordered. So it would have been a nice stock to have gotten into if there was a, uh, company that did that. But anyhow, um, if you want or need help doing your tax preparation, that is what we do. Um, my calendar is open. You can go to drfriday.com, click on schedule, and you can go ahead and book what, um, times you have. We'll be opening up more and more days as we get going through here, but we're getting close to it guys. It's already what the 6th of June. We only have less than a little over 30 days, I guess, to, to finish up all of taxes. So we need to make sure that you get your taxes or your extension filed. So that way you get everything covered that you need. If you're a small business owner and you need help maybe with your paperwork or your payroll or just doing basic accounting and, and services, we have a bookkeeping firm that's associated with us um, that we do all the time. My brother runs it. And so if you need help with that, give us a call. <laughs> Sorry, can we take a quick break? <laughs> Your Money Coach with Dr. Friday will return in a moment on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. All righty, we are back. Sorry about that. Got a little cough going there. My boy Taylor is awesome, so. All right, we are back live in studio here for the last segment of the show. So if you've been holding your breath and you're like, I need to ask a question, but I'm just a little scared, feel free to ask it. And remember, when you're asking questions, you know, there is really no dumb questions. If you don't ask, that's probably the dumbest thing because not everyone knows everything. And sometimes it's just easier to get a second opinion sometimes more than anything else on what you're going to do. So if you have a question, 615-737-9986 is the number here in the studio, 615-737-9986, taking your calls, talking about my favorite subject, which is taxes, obviously, as an enrolled agent is what I do. So if you have questions about taxes or maybe, uh, should I file, I don't need to file, or is it better not to have my 
my college student or, you know, 19 year old, 20, 21 year old on my tax return. It's definitely seems in 2020 or 2019 or 2020 tax season, um, that we're not going to be claiming as many children. And sometimes it really is a catch 22. So if your child's in college and you're able to qualify for college credits, you would get the $500 plus the college credit offsetting the 1200 that they would get if they had the other way. But if your child is working and they're not going to college, um, you have $500 credit. They, on their own, may qualify for $1,200 credit. So it really comes down to which is the smarter move to make and who is the best person. It's different for everybody, guys. So it's no easy way for me to say, oh, everyone should do this or everyone should do that. Taxes doesn't quite work that way. So you really do need to make sure, if nothing else, when big decisions come along, you're going to sell a piece of property. You're going to inherit something. You're um, going to, not so much the purchasing is usually the selling from the tax standpoint. We really need to make sure before you do it, before you sign on that dotted line, what is it going to cost you in tax dollars? Because that is essential. If you sell something and you know what, if you purchased it this year and sell it this year and you're on long-term, I mean, you're, you're at ordinary income rates because that's a short-term capital gains. How much would have you saved if you waited just a little bit longer to actually file long-term? I mean, in some cases, it's not a big difference. 12% is ordinary income tax for some individuals, and 15% is the normal or uh, short-term or long-term capital gains. So if your long-term capital gains is higher than your ordinary income, that's a no-brainer. And we also, if you're in the 12% tax bracket, you would have 0% capital gains because we still have long-term capital gains as zero, right? Um, capital gains, period. Um, so, so if you have a situation where you're doing something, you need to have someone get you a second opinion unless you're very good at your own taxes because you need to find out what AMT kick in, um, which is alternative minimum tax. What other kind of tax... Um, we have the Medicare tax of 0.9% that comes in if you make a certain dollar amount. We have capital gains uh, additional tax of 3.8% that comes in if you have a higher percentage of tax. So, you know, it, as you sell something in, I mean, I've had more than one person that basically never paid a lot of taxes, but then they sold something, made a couple hundred thousand, and did not realize exactly how much money people, when they're making that kind of income, have to pay in taxes. So, even with the, the capital gains rates and things that you have, it's very important that you look at the situation and know what you're going to have because once you do it, it's not something that it can really be done. You know, it can't fix, right? So if you maybe you should have done a 1031 exchange. I talk a lot about those with my clients because sometimes it's not for everybody. Let me put that right now. And I'm not an attorney, but from the tax standpoint, sometimes keeping the money in an investment, rolling that investment into another investment instead of paying the taxes, just like you would do with any kind of retirement account, continuously grow it tax-free in essence, that is the kind of situation you want to do. So make sure before you go out and even, you know, getting married, getting divorced. I know I say all these things, but marriage tax can have a huge difference. If you're single and you have a child and you're making less than $45,000, you probably have a fairly decent credit, especially if your child's under the age of 16. 
you might actually get a refund every year. Then you go and marry somebody that's also making that same 40000 And next thing you know that you're getting kicked out. There's no earned income credits. The child credit would stay the same. But the tax brackets are, are pretty fair at that point. But if you get into the the second and third, the 22 or 24, and then the 28% tax brackets, all of those become a whole different scenario because there is a marriage penalty when it comes to that. So, you know, getting married, not always for the tax standpoint. Otherwise, it's a great thing, but not for the tax standpoint. Sometimes getting married can cost you money when it comes to taxes. I can't tell you how many times people turn around and, and say to me, well, you know, I used to always get refunds. Now I'm not getting it. I don't understand. And the understanding is it doesn't always happen for everybody. So it's, it's just a matter that it comes up into that situation. All right, let's hit Larry real quick before uh, the show's over. Hey, Larry, what can I do for you? Hey, Dr. Friday. Uh, I left you a message the other day. I hope you got it. We did get our stimulus. I talked to you about it. Oh, awesome. And I uh, was wondering if you thought you'd going to be able to pan out another one from all that stuff that's going on in Washington. Well, the HEROES Act moved into the Senate. I can guarantee you it's not it's not going to be a major priority. The president, everyone seems to have a, a different opinion on what the stimulus should have done, should be doing, or where they'd like to see the money, you know, just going. Um, right. And to be honest with you, not everyone's received their stimulus. You know, I mean, there's still people receiving it. So I don't I honestly don't think anything's going to happen until probably August or September. The president said he wouldn't even consider a second one until after the end of July. Um, okay. But I think it's going on a little further than that, Lair. OK, well, we well, did get well, ours finally. So I just want to let you know. I'm <laughs> glad. That's really good news. About it, so. Thanks, Larry. I appreciate the phone have, call. All right. Have a good day. Thanks, sir. It's always nice when uh, people actually do get the money because, I mean, you keep hearing about, oh, everybody's getting their money. Everyone's getting it. And then you don't have it. And you're wondering, what did I do wrong? Should I have done something? And I, I do want to put out there, too, um, we're running into a bit of problems in our office, too. Sometimes, somewhere when when the IRS announced the stimulus and they say, go on to the website and if, uh, if you don't haven't filed or whatever, do a non-filer, there seemed to be an interpretation. If you filed, if you went in there and did a non-filing to find out, you know, or try to get your stimulus, whatever, I don't know exactly uh, how it worked, but, um, and then, you know, you go in and you try to file your taxes, you can't e-file you will have to paper file your return, which obviously, as you've heard today, is not a fast process. In fact, it's extremely slow and painful. So, uh, but if you did go in there, um, had had one where apparently his wife went in there and filed them as non-filers or something, because, well, his ex-wife. But anyways, it didn't work out very well. Um, now he had to file his by paper, which is now going to go into that big old tub where these other individuals have their sitting and it's going to be interesting to see what happens, uh, how long it takes to get paper returns. I'm, you know, 10 years ago, I mean, I've been in business for more than 20, but at least 10 years ago, we didn't think anything about filing taxes, uh, by paper. I mean, that's the way everyone filed them. Um, and then now, you know, filing them by paper is extremely painful. It's like calling the IRS. It's easier if you can do them electronically, but if you did go onto the website, uh, I've had a couple people that apparently go get their transcripts and they see that there's like a dollar in there. Um, so it's not that someone took their identity. It is somehow their information ended up into this non-filer thing. And, um, ended up getting a tax return filed for them. So if you're having that problem, 
first pull, I'm not going to say it, it is an identity for you, but I'm saying get your transcripts and find out because if they're not accepting your e-file, it could be because they already have a return filed under you. And that's because under that particular button, people had pushed it to do that. So if you've got questions, if you need help um, doing back taxes, um, dealing with the IRS, because even though right now, not a whole bunch of things for some people, you may have a, a legitimate uh, ability to put a hold or a non-collection out. Um, might be the time to think about it. If you're living off of uh, half the income in the household, maybe one spouse is working, the other one is not. Maybe they're not able to collect full unemployment. Um, you know, you might want to think about just getting the IRS onto some sort of payment or reduce your payments, slow down your payments. You've got other options. Uh, and these are the options you want to be able to go with. So if you need help with that, all you have to do is give me a call. My direct number at the office is 615-367-0819. That's 615-367-0819. You can reach me on Monday. You can also check out our website. We've had it updated recently. Um, got some pretty cool little articles. We even these radio shows are being blogged, um, on there. So we have all of that information. So if you've missed something or you want to hear it or tell somebody about the show, which is awesome when you guys do that, um, you know, they can catch it on their blogs and things like that. So that way you're able to move forward and get what you need off of it if that's possible. So again, you can reach me at 615-367-0819. You can actually uh, go right to the website and you can also book your tax appointment. So our calendar is on there under schedule. You can just click on the button and find out what you need, but the bottom, you know, you need to get your tax appointment and you need to get your taxes done. Don't delay. Don't wait till the last minute and then find out that it is or isn't going to happen. You need to do it now, make it work. Um, so you can go on there and do it. And you know, I know a lot of people say, I don't have the ability. I don't know what I'm doing, but now's the time to also consider making a deal with the IRS. The fact is you're not at your highest point. You may have a better ability to um, prove that your income isn't what it was. Now, you know, of course, they're going to look at history. So, you know, right now you not working isn't probably going to be a good excuse. But, you know, if you're going to have to take a job cut or a pay cut, those are the kinds of things that you can actually look at and do things with, right? So, again, if you're dealing with IRS issues, you're getting love letters, there may be a way of us helping you not uh, have to deal with that. If you're self-employed or a small business owner, go ahead and, and look at other sources. There are still SBA loans. I'm looking here. It looks like there are still some SBA. Also, PPP money is still out there. Not a lot. Um, you know, not everyone's going to qualify, but I would use, and I, again, I'm not paid to, to do this, but Blue Vine has been a, a good resource for us um, to try to get people's information into the system to see if they qualify for any of the money. And then you can move forward with that as well. Whatever you need help uh, trying to do that. If you need help with bookkeeping or payroll services, you can give us a call again on Monday morning or email us at Friday at drfriday.com. Again, Friday at drfriday.com. And if you have a question, you know, I mean, I have always said this for the last 10 plus years or 10 years we've been on the radio. I'd much rather you guys ask the question now and see if I could help you versus after the fact. If you do it after the fact, then I can't do much to help you 
do anything, right? I mean, if, if you've already made the decision, I can't correct you and say, oh, you know what? If you've done this, you know, you could have done this. So if you've got a question, feel free to email friday at drfriday.com. I'll be more than glad to at least advise you or set up a tax appointment if we need one. But if it's a simple question, maybe you'll be able to get what you need and move forward with the information that you have or how you're going to do it. And so if you have back taxes, you have taxes for the current year. Also, if you have issues with um, the IRS, this is the number you want to call 615-367-0819. That's my direct line. We can set up a free consult and that way then we can help you do what you need to do. 